0: Um, the way I thought we would study this today for our our topic of the judgment of God is to have an overview of the book of Revelation because at its heart, that is what the message of Revelation is, God's judgment towards the world and how he has redeemed us from that judgment. Uh, So there's where we begin. And we're we're gonna be more or less Reviewing Revelation, I'm not sure if we'll actually touch base on it, uh, but you know, for those of you who've read it before, or you know, this might be an opportunity to read it again after we go through this, um, keeping these thoughts in mind and seeing how it plays out in full. One, a couple of the first things, um, and, and I'll pause at the end of each slide if you have questions or comments. Um, but one of the first things to keep in mind about the book of Revelation. Uh, and, and that is, I think one of the reasons why it ends up being difficult, especially for us in the West is a recognition that the East, that we who are in the West, which means we come out of Europe, out of the Latin Roman culture, um, have in some ways a very different mindset than people who came out of the Eastern culture. So this would be out of Jerusalem, out of Israel, out of uh, the areas we know as Iran and Iraq, and you know as you go further, and so sometimes um, you know this is this is one of the difficulties with revelation and as we uh, how this plays out, I mean you can have a huge discussion on this, uh, but how this plays out is we tend to be um, uh, how do, it's, we tend to be kind of more um, uh, ethereal, which means when we think of a word like joy or a word like happiness uh, we tend to think of them more from a sense of emotion or or how it affects us mentally um an eastern mindset tends to be very much more concrete so um, think of the word you know when we think of glory and this is when i was looking at my sermons from last year i i, know, I, I saw this is actually what i preached last palm sunday um but the concept of glory in the West is this idea of honor, of, of you know, fame, of fortune. Uh, in the East, when someone talks about the glory of the Lord, the Israelites actually would have thought of the Ark of the Covenant and the temple, this physical location where God appears. Um, so that, that's something to keep in mind. Also, Revelation uses a lot of numbers. John... Uh, this is the one place in scripture, especially, where numbers do have a lot of meaning that John brought into the text. Uh, and so uh, when we see numbers, it's important to recognize they tend to be symbolic. The, the next thing about Revelation, and one reason why it's a very difficult book to study, is because the best, um, the best way to prepare to study Revelation is to be thoroughly knowledgeable about the rest of the scriptures. Um, It it really is kind of like the cliff notes of everything from Genesis uh, through Jude. So as we we study it, John is bringing into bear a lot of imagery from especially the prophets, from Genesis, from the Pentateuch, from Moses. uh, That's important for us to know. Um, Finally, we do have the The point that um, Revelation is this apocalyptic style that I mentioned very briefly in the sermon. And here again, apocalyptic style is is kind of a very um, specific genre of scripture. And and what it is, God enables um, one of the prophets like Daniel, uh, one of the apostles like John, to see the spiritual reality of creation. So they are actually glimpsing the heavenly realm. And then they have the task of uh, explaining that with earthly terms. So this is why John will talk about dragons and talks about locusts and and all of these um, things which we can relate to to describe visions um i mean the reality which is really um hard for us to comprehend until, uh, without no seeing the spiritual side so let me pause there uh questions or comments on any of that all right so um I'll grab my coffee real quick. So, then as we start talking about Revelation, um, for those who have read it before, you know, it begins with letters to the seven churches, um, you know, the, which is basically a warning to stay and call a call to stay faithful in the time of persecution and affliction, um, a call to love neighbor and to hold to the firm truths of Scripture. And then John lays out this um, vision that he had, uh, which he had, he says, he was um, on the Lord's Day. Uh, so many, many um, theologians take that to mean he was actually in the midst of the divine service when he has this vision. And, and what he sees, the most noticeable part of Revelation are the um, cycles of judgment So there are four of them. Uh, Usually people think of three because we'll talk about the thunders in just a moment. But if you happen to have your your book, um, your your scriptures open to Revelation, and you can kind of glean through this, um, that the first set of judgments, we see these seals... That are opened. There's the the roll which which has seven seals, the scroll that no one can open. The Lamb opens it. And As each seal is opened, different uh, judgments are go forth. Uh, you have you know the, the the four horsemen of the apocalypse and, and these type things. Uh, and so this is the first set of seals, At, and you can see this recorded in Revelation 6 and then Revelation 8. As the final seal is being opened, we then see how this prepares for the second set of judgments, which are the trumpets. Uh, and the trumpet blasts are recorded in Revelation 8, 9, and 11. And again, there's a series of judgments. Um, you know, the seals, it talked about how a quarter of the fields were um, destroyed and the quarter of the people and so forth. The trumpets talk about how it's a third of everything gets destroyed. This, again, is covered over those three chapters. Um, Right before the final trumpet sounds, there's this interesting kind of just It's a one-verse passage, Revelation 10.4. And we bring that up real quick. I got my handy-dandy. You can actually see what I use to study the scriptures here. Um, But in Revelation 10.4, we have this passage. uh, Now, when the seven thunders... Uttered their voices, I was about to write, but I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Seal up the things which the seven thunders uttered, and do not write them down. So we have the this there's actually a, a third set of judgments um, which were about to be revealed, but they are sealed up, and John's told not to write them down. Again, there's seven of them, uh, but scriptures don't reveal what they do. And then finally, we get to Revelation 16, where there's the final bowls of wrath which are poured out. And at this point, then everything is destroyed, and it brings to the final judgment. And then we uh, Revelation concludes with the with our Lord's return and the establishment of the kingdom of heaven on earth. The New Jerusalem comes down from heaven. Uh, and so forth. So again, pause. Uh, Anything you want me to maybe explain a little better or questions you might have. All right, now, one of the things I want to talk about, and this is uh, to help us begin to understand what is the heart of the meaning of of Revelation. Um, A lot of times when people read this, they get this impression of how you start with the seals, you know, and it talks about a quarter of things and the trumpet gets to a third, and then you get to the bulls and it's everything. And at first glance, it might seem there's this like progressive worsening of things. Um, What's interesting, and remembering that John uses a lot of um, numbers in here, uh, there's actually a recognition that John's, while it appears he's saying things are getting worse, actually talking about how God's judgment is uniform. And so bear with me with a little math here. But if you look at the, the, the these these pie shapes that I have, um, you know, if you look at the seals and you talk about how a quarter of everything goes away. So that means that by the time the trumpets are sounding, uh, you only have, you know, three quarters of the circle left. And so... If you take away a third of what's left, you know, is it actually more than what happened in the first cycle? No. no. And the you know the answer is no. You know a third. Um, now the thunders were silenced, but if we assume that John's wanting us to follow the mathemat- mathematical progression, so he goes from one fourth to one third. Um, what would be next in that progression? One half. Yeah, Ryan, my math student, points out it's one half, right? Four, three, two, one and then finally one. Um, so we can, we can figure out what would have been destroyed in the thunders. And again, you have half what of left. Half of that, again, becomes that same amount. You can see it in red. Um, and so finally at the end of the time, um, the final judgment, again, it's the same judgment. So the message that John wants us to understand from our Lord uh, is that judgments, the judgment is not different for these different um, cycles, but it is the same judgment of God. Now, what is that judgment that John is talking about? What do we know from the rest of scripture? What is God's judgment against? Okay, Ryan says the world. Anyone else want to offer their two cents? Yeah, against man. And specifically, what about man? It's our, I mean, what is all judgment against? It's against Sin? sinfulness. sinfulness, right. So, um, you know, God's judgment doesn't change based on the, uh, the when it's, what form it comes in or, or what is being done. Now, what, why are the voices of thunders sealed up? And as we, as we consider that, uh, here's where it's important to notice what's going on in, in the scriptures. and I want to pull this back up so I can scroll through quickly. All right, so um, in chapter nine, as you can see from just the main um, headings here, so we're in the midst of the trumpets. Again, um, if we go back here, this is the second set uh, of of judgments. Um, So we scroll through. We have the sixth trumpet, and then there's a pause, Uh, as there was before. Before the final uh, scroll seal from the scroll, the final trumpet blast. There's this pause. Uh, and so we have this mighty angel with a little book. Um, and this word goes out. John is told to eat the book, um, that it will taste to him sweet as honey in his mouth, but it will be better in his stomach. You know, this is this is the, the proclamation of the law. We often like to hear the law preached until it applies to us personally. Uh, and then, then it is, is of great. Um, we are told that there are going to be witnesses Um, So this is the witness of of the prophets and of the apostles that go forth, the Old and the New Testament, um, that this witness will be uh, attacked by the world, but yet the witness will continue. Um, And then finally, at the seventh trumpet, what do we notice happens here when the seventh trumpet is sounded? You know, what I just highlighted Yeah, well, the thunder start, but specifically it is the proclamation of the kingdom. So we we get the proclamation of the kingdom. And John then has this, what's known as the interlude, Revelation 12. Uh, If you don't want to read through all of this, all of Revelation, um, it's good, though, to read through maybe this week as you have time. um, Revelation 12. Because this is this great pause which occurs between the three, or between um, the trumpets, and then the, the thunders were silenced, but then the bowls of wrath. And in the great pause, we have what is the most succinct summary of all scripture um, that only God could have inspired to have done. So, you know, we have this great sign in heaven that a woman's clothed with the sun um, and on her head are the 12 garlands, garland of 12 stars. Uh, and being with child, she cries out in labor and gives pain to, to give birth. Um, this is not as... Uh, let me just check something real quick. Uh, this is not um, Mary specifically... Although she is the mother of God, this is talking about how um, God creates the universe. He establishes his church with Adam and Eve. and it is through uh, the woman, through Eve that ultimately the Savior comes. Um, that the woman or that the child is then attacked by the great dragon, uh, and the child is the male child who will be born to rule the nations. Um, that he shall reign for a 1,260 days. Um, and that, as this child is caught up to heaven, um, we have this verse here, we have the war which breaks out in heaven, where Michael and the angels fight with the dragon, and finally they cast out the devil um, with what? And let's, uh, so, So the great... Dragon was cast out, the serpent of old, called the devil, who deceived the whole world. And we are told that Michael and the angels overcame the devil with what? You can see I highlighted it there in Revelation 12:11. Can you see? By the blood of the lamb. Right, by the blood of the lamb. So, when did the when did the lamb shed his blood? Right on the cross. Um, so let me bring back the other things. So we have that right here in the middle of Revelation, John brings back and points us to the cross as what is going on. So then we see that the woman is persecuted going back here. Um, the beast comes out and, and, and you can talk about how the beast then is, uh, There's the beast from the earth. And finally, we get to Revelation 14 with the gathering of the 144,000 who are around the Lamb. Um, The Jehovah Witnesses love this passage because they will say, see, there's only gonna be 144,000 in heaven. Um, But John, making sure that we don't take that um, false reading Points out how in heaven itself, just a paragraph later, um, there are, um, you know, the multitudes of all, everyone from every tribe, tongue, and nation which can't be counted. So this number, remember, John likes numbers, is a number which depicts the whole church. Um, mathematically speaking, it's twelve times twelve. So the Old Testament, the twelve tribes of israel the 12 apostles representing the old and new testament church multiplied by a thousand which is the entirety so um this is what we're hearing with as the voices of thunder are sealed up so why what is john wanting us to understand about our lord's death in connection with god's wrath What does it mean that the voices of thunder were sealed up? Is that Satan? No. No. So what's the connection between Jesus' death on the cross and God's judgment? It was complete. Okay. It was complete. You know, I mean, why did Jesus go to the cross? right to save us um the words of peter uh so that we would be that he purchased us not with gold or silver but with his holy precious blood all right so how then let's as we bring this together well let me pause again um any questions or anything you would like me to clarify remember you could also put these in the chat box if you don't want to be brave enough to speak on the conference call. <laughs> Was, is the raft being sealed up because of the uh, shedding of the blood of the Lamb? Yes, exactly. I mean that, that you know, th- this is the whole point um, that we are already get. So um, that that is a nice succinct way of putting that, Jack. Okay, so let's put this in context of the rest of Scripture. Um, so, as we consider Scripture as a whole, um, we can see four universal judgments ha- that have that occur in history. Uh, three of them have already occurred; one is yet to come. Um, so, what was the first universal judgment? Right. Uh, Granted, the whole world consisted of only two people at the time, um, but that still is all people. And the fall, Genesis 3. So we then have the next one, uh, again, in Genesis. And and what is the one that was a universal judgment against all people? The flood. Yeah, the flood, Genesis 6 through 9. Um, Then where is the... The next one might not be as obvious, but what was, um, what was happening or what physical event happened while our, our Lord was on the cross for three hours? He suffered. Okay, he suffered, but physically, what happened in, in the world? What was the big event that happened in the world? dark. Right. The darkness and this darkness um, that envelops the world. We're told is I mean, what is happening there? Because the man is rejecting God ultimately by crucifying him. And so at this event, um, you know, in, in essence, the universe is being undone because the Lord of life is being killed. Um, Jesus, he, he talks about his, his crucifixion earlier, um, and he labels it the abomination of desolation. And he makes a comment, he said, if, if the time were not cut short, um, all would be destroyed. It's a little bit of a paraphrase. So as it's going on, and man is rejecting God ultimately, God's wrath is descending upon the earth, but what stops that wrath from um, destroying all things? You know, what are the lo- words of our Lord? It is finished. It is finished. Um, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. The sacrifice is offered up and it's accepted. And the wrath of God is silenced. It's sealed up. Um, and there's yet one more universal judgment, which is coming, which then, of course, is what? When Jesus returns, right? So as we confess in the creed, he will come again to judge the living and the dead. Um, all right. Again, we will pause for a moment. Uh, questions or thoughts on this? Yeah. Yeah. So, if the sealing up of the thunders was at the crucifixion of Jesus, then does that mean that the trumpets and the seals have already been, that the world has already been judged by those? Um, I'm going to just, Ryan asked, uh, so if the sounding of the thunders occurred at the cross of Jesus, did the... Um, did the seals and the, and the uh, trumpets already occur? And I will actually address that in just a moment, okay? Because okay? we're going to get to that in just a second, and that's a, actually a really good question. And well, in, in the fall, even though there were only two people, something we often forget um, and is very relevant right now during this pandemic is it, it, God didn't just curse Adam and Eve. He cursed all the creation that he yeah. created. Right, and that's why we have viruses and floods and uh, hurricanes and tornadoes and all of that. You know, we uh, uh but that that is God's judgment on this or, or the result yeah. of sin, um, living in this fallen world. Yeah, you know, it's one of those interesting ponderings that we. I don't think we'll be able to answer until. Um, we are in the new the, the yeah, new heaven, new earth. But, um, you know, Natalie was pointing out how the fall corrupted all of creation, which, I mean, is why we have a pandemic now. Uh, an interesting question. You know, viruses all, um, would have had a purpose, a, a purpose for good, um, but in the fall they became corrupted because they now um, attack the bodies in ways that are not good. So, kind of an interesting question, you know, what would their purpose have been? Kind of like with mosquitoes, as we are now approaching the uh, mosquito season. <laughs> um, all right, so let's move on. Now, it, this, and this answers Ryan's question. Um, one of the things, and this is why Revelation becomes really hard, um... Remember what we confess about God. God is from all eternity. Uh, And and so what this means is God is outside time. My question for you is, does anyone know what that means? For God to be outside time? No, because we can only think in terms of time. Yeah, I mean... We can we can maybe make illustrations of it, but we can't understand it. Uh, but somehow, I mean, what one of the things it does mean is God sees all of time, and His actions affect all of time. And this is one of those things you don't want to think about too hard because it will give you a headache. Uh, at least it does me. So while you know John lays out these judgments sequentially and we can see how there's these four universal judgments which occur in time uh we need to remember remember what Paul what John, sorry what John wanted us to understand about the judgments is they're not different they're not progressively worse but it's all the same judgment because there's only one judgment um So the judgment which is inflicted on the world, we see manifested in different ways. Um, With Adam and Eve, they were kicked out of the garden. And indeed, this brought forth wars and plagues and diseases. You know, the four horsemen of the apocalypse went forth as Adam and Eve are leaving the garden and they're afflicted by them as we are today. Uh, There was, of course, the worldwide flood. Which destroyed everything except for Noah and his family. Um, But it's still the same judgment against sin. And the when we look at what the message of Revelation is, is both a promise and a warning. Um, The promise is what? How do we escape the judgment of God? By confessing Jesus Christ as our Savior? Yeah, um, as Ryan just said, by confessing Christ as, as our Savior. By being clothed in Christ's righteousness. So there's an escape. Um, and and Jesus' death covered the sins of the world. But what is the warning? What is the warning of the bowls of wrath? What does John also want us to, to be aware of and, and be wary of? Going away. Okay, um as Ryan is being my uh nice uh uh what do they call the guy who sits on the side table on late night shows? You know. Anyway. Sidekick. Sidekick, yeah, he's my 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 little sidekick today. Um you know it's it's the warning that uh even as Jesus paid for the sins of the world, those who reject the gift um and those who fall away still will face judgment. So the judgment is coming. Um And so we are called to be aware, you know. And Jesus gave parables along these lines, parables of of the of the ten virgins, the five who were prepared by keeping the oil in their lamps, the five who didn't. Um, The the calling that the Lord he shall return like a thief in the night. These type of things. Um, Yet, it is also a message that as we see these things going on, um, you know, and we see the pandemic. And I guess, just to make a slight digression here, you know, as we look at the pandemic uh, there there's two things we need to keep in mind: one, uh, there's no clear word of God where we would say the pandemic is striking the world because of specific sins, um, yet at the same time, as Jesus pointed out about any uh tragedy or Uh, disaster whether it's by man or by nature Um, it is a call to it is a call of judgment you know um, this pandemic is definitely waking up the world to recognize that it's not as strong and powerful as maybe it was led to believe you know for all of our technology all of our uh, um, you know globalism if you want or whatever you want to call it at the end of the day you know, we can be brought to our knees pretty quickly uh, by events that aren't even by other nations, but by, na- by, by events of nature. And so it's a call to repentance, a call to recognize that we are, need our Lord. But at the end of the day, especially the last two chapters of Revelation, what do we know about Jesus? That he is victorious, right? Um, that he is the king of creation, that he is in control. That he already knows the limits of where he's placed this pandemic. He knows the limits of where he puts places in the struggles and pain in your life. Um, And even if we should lose all, uh, as Luther penned in his hymn, A Mighty Fortress, Good Fame, Child and Wife, that we still have eternal life in Christ and his salvation. So um all right that's kind of that, that brings us to an end of our conclusion uh i'm probably going to be keeping the bible studies closer to 30 or 40 minutes uh, just because it's a little more difficult situation but um i will stay i mean as long as there are questions or comments we will keep going so at this point that's where we're at uh is there anything you would like to add or have clarified Right. Why didn't you say the end of our conclusion? Okay, I'm ignoring my son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyone have uh, productive questions? <laughs> <laughs> my question I'm trying to study the first step. Um, okay, uh, Lisa, I got part of that. You were talking about in your Bible study, um, you were studying. Yeah, well, if I understand you correctly, your point is that when you go through Revelation, you can't understand everything. Is that the point? Yeah, it took seven words. Well, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> it took you seven. I, I, I have no doubt about that. Um, I, 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 you know, if I, as far as the study of Revelation, this is like a drop in a huge kettle of what you can glean from it. And I agree with you. There is a lot of things in Revelation that I, I mean, I've, I've read through it several times, studied it, and there's, there's a lot I just don't understand. Um, you know, I think the best way to use Revelation is as a overview, you know, and the overview I gave you is the general topic um, that I would use. So... All right, Uh, if there's no other questions or comments, um, we will conclude. Um, We'll conclude with the Lord's Prayer, uh, but I would ask for uh, the group to pray silently as I pray aloud. Uh, And if you do end up praying aloud, just keep going. Don't try to match up voices you hear because it won't end up working well. Again, the frustrations of uh, online Bible study. So let us pray. Our Father... forever and ever amen Amen. again for those of you who may um, have only been on for the Bible study uh, we uh, we are going to be staying with the online uh, format through April um, at least if you desire to partake of the Lord's Supper uh, please either give me a call or if you have access to the website there is a, a a link for you to fill out a short uh, form giving the times you're available, and then i 'll try and schedule people um, that works for everyone 's schedule so that will again begin uh, next week after Easter. Um, Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday will be live streaming at ten am All Sunday services, including Easter, will be at nine a m and then after Easter, we will again have Bible study on Wednesday. Sorry, what was that? Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, I thank everyone for joining. Um, and I just realized I don't think I recorded the Bible service, but I do have an audio of it. So, um, there will be an audio recording of the Bible study available online and not the uh, video of it. So apologize for that. Uh, apparently I'm having difficulties remembering when to start and stop recordings. So uh, take care, everyone, and have a good week. Thank you, Pastor. God bless. Thank you. It- Thank you. Sure. Bye. Bye.